0: What's going on guys? Greg here and you are tuned into the June 2022 edition of The Dot, the show where we go over all the best new music of the month. The June episode will go from May 22nd all the way up to June 17th. We're going to go through the Q2 update of the top albums of the year so far in the first half of the year and we're going to check out some great music that came out this past month that you may have missed. This episode we are going to listen to The Rain Age, boyish Polika, All Get Out, Sister Sister, Cold Showers. We're gonna start here with the band Palmaria, a duo who was originally from Italy, moved to London, came out with a fantastic new song. Came out with a handful of new songs recently. I suggest you check them all out, but we're gonna start here with their new track, Chameleon. And Bands in Town did a cool write up and said about Palmaria, their music poetically transports the audience on a journey of dreamy landscapes, uplifting experiences, and positive energy. So we're going to throw it over to the band to introduce this new song, Chameleon.
1: Hi, everyone. We're at Palmaria. Thank you for having us on the dot. We wrote our new song, Chameleon, right after the first lockdown. We had a lot of energy and suddenly we felt the urge to break the silence with a song. Um, this one celebrates everyone who feels different in the diversity and vulnerability find strength and freedom and I hope you like it. this is coming Something is changing.
0: The cat sat on the there from Palmare. You can hear the international influence in their music with that song there, Chameleon. They've released three songs so far here in 2022. No albums on streaming services yet, so this might be a big year for them. Might be the year they release their debut album. We still have half the year to see if that is the case. They are not touring right now. No tour dates on the calendar, so we'll just have to keep an eye out and see if they start a tour and hopefully come over here to the US. so before I dive into the top 20 albums of the year, I wanna feature one more artist and he came out with the first album he's released in six years and this is The Range. James Hinton, who is The Range, who came out with his album Mercury on June 10th. I love playing a bunch of different styles of music and to go from Paul Palmaria over to the electronic sounds of The Range seems like a great fit for what this podcast is all about. Mercury is The Range's third LP and like I said first album in six years Pitchfork did a fantastic review of this album Mercury giving it a 7.3 and I love what Pitchfork said about the range and this new album Mercury Pitchfork says he's not looking for hit songs he's looking for unpolished gems fragments of speech and emotionally resonant turns of phrase that he can transform into pieces of electronic pop perfection you can hear that captivating deep house synth to set this song up and then once he starts to come in with those distorted vocals it's just an incredible track along with the entire album so let's check it out this is the range with his new song relegate off his new album called mercury to not like that type of music. You talk about that deep house, those electronic pop songs, distorted vocals on songs like that. It's just difficult not to like that genre and it makes you just want to bob your head back and forth, close your eyes and really immerse yourself in the music. Similar to disco, disco is another genre all the way back to the 70s. It's just hard not to like that type of music. You go disco and deep house, I think you're gonna have a lot of fans. So there was a lot I wanted to say about the range, but we have so much to talk about here with the top 20 albums countdown. I had to write it all out and kind of cut it up, so I told you the most important things. That is a great preview of what his entire album sounds like. Please, please, please go check out the range's new album, Mercury. You will not be disappointed, especially if you liked that song. All right, time to begin the countdown of the top 20 albums of the year here in Q2 of 2022 halfway through the year. I'm not going to include any albums that were released this past Friday on June 17th so I'm going to exclude the new Drake album which won't make this list. I wasn't too crazy about that. Foals' new album, that one might make the list. So I'll first listen that sounded pretty great but the reason I'm leaving those out is I think you need more than a week or so to listen to albums to really get a good feel for where they would rank compared to albums that have been out for weeks or months now this month I'm gonna just quickly rapid-fire down albums number 30 all the way down to 21 before I go in and dive into the top 20 albums just to recognize albums that just missed and albums that might have been in the top 20 after the Q1 update that are no longer in the top 20 albums due to the heavy releases here in Q2 so starting from albums Album number 30 running all the way down to album number 21. Vince Staples, album number 30, going down. Lumineers at 29. Hearts, Nella Yanya, Arcade Fire, Dope Lemon at 25. Corday. Fan Club Wallet, Yacht Club, and number 21 is Delvis. Delvis was in the top 20 after Q1, got barely bumped out by some of these new albums that came out, but let's start the top 20 countdown, and we're gonna start here with Mitski. Mitski did make the top 20, 20 album countdown after q1 she released her album laurel hell back on february 4th this was her sixth lp after a long hiatus her previous album her fifth album came out in 2018 and who knows after that hiatus we thought she was going to retire she might retire after this album she did say on the second to last song on her album i guess this is the end and then went into the outro of that album so we'll see but mitski if this is the end we've really enjoyed watching your career i think mitsuki's really made a statement on indie music made a statement as a singer songwriter and she is very very well respected number 19 one of my favorite albums one of my favorite artists alan raymond with roadhouse 2 the follow-up to roadhouse 1 that came out in 2017 alan raymond gave us this album on march 18th and i like alan raymond so much that it's impossible for me to separate my bias or my love for this artist. But I can say that he does approach music a little bit differently than a lot of artists that I've come across where he does have a very mysterious personality confirmed by Complex who released a write-up on March 18th when Roadhouse 2 came out saying that Alan Raymond is arguably one of the most mysterious people in music after releasing this new album and Alan's doesn't do a lot of press he doesn't do a lot of interviews and one thing he has done because I have seen him recently is he is talking more on stage during his live performances still is one of those artists who put on a fantastic live performance. Sounds better live than he does recorded. Roadhouse 2 is part of a trilogy. And Roadhouse 2 was the completion of the trilogy. Follow-up, obviously, from Roadhouse 1 to Roadhouse 2. And Hotel Allen is actually the third installment of that trilogy. So, again, Allen with the mysterious persona. Not a lot of press. Doing albums that are follow-ups and callbacks to other albums. On Roadhouse 2, he had a lot of references to Roadhouse 1. He is a true storyteller. He really is. And that's something you don't come across a lot. So number 19 is Alan Raymond with Roadhouse 2. Number 18, The Smile with their debut album, A Light for Attracting Attention. And this came out on May 13th. This is Tom York and Johnny Greenwood of Radiohead and they teamed up with the drummer of Sons of Komet, Tom Skinner, and that is The Smile. Now, The Smile is a very upbeat name for a Tom York-led band. They actually debuted live at Glastonbury in May 2021, and Tom York said at that show that the smile doesn't mean a happy smile, but the smile of a guy who lies to you every day. So I think that's more on brand for what you would expect from a Tom York-led band, and really this album sounded a lot like a Radiohead album. I think it's just very difficult to separate a Tom York vocally led band from a band like Radiohead, and they might have done this just to get away from the high expectations that comes with releasing a new Radiohead album. Regardless, it was a fantastic album. Very well done. Number 17, I'm not going to say a lot about this album. We've talked about a lot this year. This is The weekend who released Dawn FM, which was actually one of the very first albums we heard in 2022. This was released on January 7th, the first Friday of 2022, the weekend's fifth studio album. And it really held up. And I think that's really cool to see an album that was released the very first Friday of the year hold up and remained in the top 20 here after Q2. Number 16, our guy, a fan favorite, Toro y with his seventh studio album Mahal that was released on April 29th. This was cool because we've really seen the development of moi I think he's shown he's a very intellectual person when he approaches his music. He's gone from some of those psych pop sounds to albums that are very experimental. Experimental to the point where you're kind of like, what am I listening to right now? But this seventh studio album Mahal, he goes back to that psych pop that chill wave that electro synth sound that we love so much so there is number 20 all the way down to number 16 in the top 20 albums so far this year countdown we'll go through the remaining 15 moving forward here but first let's go to another song i've talked a lot here so i'm gonna let this band introduce themselves this is the band boyish who released their ep on may 27th again this episode is going from may 23rd all the way to june 17th and that ep was called my friend mika and they are going to introduce their new song off that ep called i think i hate it here
1: hey this is boyish thanks for having us on the dot Our song I Think I Hate It Here is about having panic attacks at the movies and feeling unlovable. You can check it out on our new EP My Friend Mika out on all streaming platforms. Here we go again
0: I think I Hated Here off the new EP. That was their second EP on streaming services. Their first EP was called We're Going to Die, but here's my contribution back in 2021. So between that title and I Think I hated Here, you can see the common theme when it comes to Boyish's titles. Boyish does have two albums out, one from 2018 and one from 2020. It'd be great to get another album from them this year. Great band, really great songwriters as you can hear with that song there. Okay, let's stay with some songwriters and go to the band All Get Out who has been making indie music for about 15 years at this point. They first started putting music out around 2007-2008. First album came out in 2011. We got their fourth album this year in 2022 called Kodak and Nathan from All Get Out did call in to introduce this track. I'll go sound down in the background because they gave us a nice little intro to their intro and if you get it you get it if you don't you need to find a little bit more you time hey guys this is
1: nathan from all get out thanks for having us on the dot our song dfr is about small town america and the all too often unrecognized potential of the individual it's one of my favorites for our new record kodak hope you enjoy i don't feel right about it now Baby stepping out of the woods. It rattled all the nerves, probably more than it should. It's less than you deserve. Shaking hands in the dark. It happens all the time, and I don't feel so good. Take you home to fix you up. get out
0: with their song dfr standing for don't feel right special thank you to nathan for sending in that intro like i said great songwriting and these guys are pros they've been doing it for a long time now so they really came through with this fourth album and met expectations let's get back to the top 20 albums of the year countdown now that we are halfway through the year and we're gonna go from number 15 down to number 11 now number 15 is a brand new album that made it into the countdown that was released earlier this month on june 3rd and this is 070 shake who released her album you can't kill me this is her second full-length album the follow-up from her debut back in 2020. One thing that 070 Shake has proven to do is really play around in a lot of different genres, primarily hip hop, R&B, and pop. And I really think she nailed it yet again. She did it on her first album, but she nailed it yet again here with this new album, You Can't Kill Me. She's a really good storyteller too. The beats are great, the genres on top of that, she pulls off every single one. She's very deep and can elaborate on her feelings really well through music. She has Christine and the queens It's the only feature on this album with the song body 070 shake is signed to good music so really great signing from them really great artists excited to see where she goes next number 14 is big thief big thief was on the countdown after q1 they remain up there at number 14 just because the way they approach the entire sphere of music when it comes to writing putting together albums their music isn't fun or playful. It's more serious, but they've actually gone to more folkier tones in this new album. And I think that's why I liked it so much. Adrian Lankler is the lead singer. She has such a unique voice. It's really unmistakable when you hear her. Big Thief, again, fantastic album. Number 13, now this actually moved up from the last time we did this countdown. This is Moon Panda with their debut album, What on Earth? That came out on March 4th. They're a indie dream player. Pop duo, and I was just floored when I heard their album. I was able to feature them on the dot. LoudandQuiet.com summarized this band in a really good way. They said that this band is really made up of 80s pop trip-hop and the sort of introverted indie that kicked off the XX's career and I would agree with that I don't think they sound like the XX but I think that's a really good way to sum up this band so Moon Panda their debut What on Earth at number 13. Number 12 and this was an album that I loved right when I heard it I knew this was going to last in the top 20 albums of the year countdown for a long time here this is Saba with his album few good things that came out on February 4th. This is Saba's third album. He's one of those artists that just keeps getting better. A very smooth album, an album about what it's like to be a black male in America. The album had some really great features with Crazy Bone, Black, Black Thought, G Herbo, and a feature from Day Wave. It's a very random feature for Saba, but that was a really cool song. Shout out to Saba for another great album. Number 11. Now who would have thought I would have a country artist here in the top 20, but here we are. And this artist is very well-deserving. This is Zach Bryan. And Zach Bryan released his third studio album, American Heartbreak, this year. And it's just so good. And when it comes to country music, and and there's a great quote I'm going to talk to you about, but country music's really gotten diluted in the past years. And I think when you hear someone pulling it off well, it almost falls into that Americana, that Jason Isbell, Sturgill Simpson, Tyler Childress. Still country music, really more old school country music, but it almost falls into a different genre these days because, quote unquote, popular country music has gotten so mundane. And Apple Music said this about Zach Bryan's album. And Zach Bryan's album was a 34 track triple album. So the fact that he pulled that off is one thing, but this is what Apple Music said. Country music has a long tradition of narrative music. Though the commercial side of the genre has stepped away from that, Zach Bryan is here to change that. AKA Zach Bryan's here to go back to that storytelling side of country music and this is just raw You don't need to like country music to like this Zach Bryan album. So right there, that is 15 through 11. We're going to listen to some more music and then we'll crack into the top 10 albums halfway through 2022. So let's go to Liverpool. And to the band Sister Sister, same name as The TV Show, who released their new album, Good Boy, in the beginning of June. Really great album, had some very interesting songs. TheTab.com did a write-up of the band. The band's made up of Alex, Phil, Max, and Dan. They are compared and do have comparisons out there to Alt-J. Also, they told TheTab.com that their influences are really the Talking Heads and Frank Ocean. So, very interesting range there when it comes to their influences we're gonna check out the song another acid burst off their album good boy and i'll throw it over to the band to introduce this new song that gets sprinkled over there so you get another that's another acid burst
2: hi this is alex and max from sister sister thanks for the dot for having us on and giving our tune another acid Burst," to spin uh this is a song you'll hear shortly and is written during the 2020 lockdowns
1: um this song is about coming to terms with lifestyles that aren't compatible with each other whilst ultimately still wanting the best for another person it's about taking criticism on your own life but also offering some on other people's lifestyles i like the use of some samples that are thrown in as well as like subtle hints uh, to the themes of the tune but yeah thank you to the dot for having us and i hope you like it
0: song there from Sister Sister, another acid burst. Great name of a song as well. Very excited to see what else that band could come up with. Go check out that full album, Good Boy. Very glad to have them on the dot this month. All right, let's crack into the top 10 albums of Q2, or I should say after Q2, halfway through the year. Number 10, familiar band, familiar album, going back to the Q1 update. That is Beach House with their album, once Twice Melody that came out on February 18th of this year. A four discer, which we don't see a lot so that album was broken out into four different chapters and I thought it was just fantastic. Beach House really comes through. They're a very consistent band and they're very comfortable with who they are. They know exactly what they're here to deliver and they seem to deliver that over and over again that dream pop shoegaze marriage that they have that very few bands can pull off as well as them number nine a new album here on the q2 update this is pusha t with his album it's almost dry this is pusha t's fourth studio album it came out on april 22nd i actually like this pusha t album a lot more than some of his albums in the past now one thing about pusha t which is very much true is he doesn't have a lot of range like pusha t gives you pusha t music every single time but i really thought this album had a a punch that some of his other albums didn't. He had some great features on the album. He actually made this album while the streets were completely closed during the pandemic. It was produced by Pharrell and Kanye West and he had Jay-Z on the album. Pusha T was just a really, really solid album. I think it's very well deserved to be in the top 10 so far this year. This next album is another album that has moved up since the Q1 update. It's really stuck with me and this is Prom with their album magnolia prom is one of those bands there's not a lot of information about them online we were able to feature them on the dot there is another band named prom from brooklyn that is not this band same exact name all caps too Um, they come out on bad luck record uh, on social media they are at the group known as prom they have less than a thousand followers on their instagram and this is their only album on streaming services but it really came across well very happy for that band and one band to watch as we move forward here i'm very excited to see what they have for us here in the future number seven now this is a really really cool one one of the more interesting unique albums i've heard not just this year but in the past few years and this is k tempest who released the album, The Line is a Curve. Now, K Tempest is non-binary, who prefers the they, them. So when I say they, remember, this is still one person. But they released their album on April 8th of Q2. They're a poet. They're a spoken word poet, and that's how they show up when you look them up when it comes under the kind of genre they are it is poetry with a nice beat behind it and this thing that was so cool is this was poetry with really like an electronic electro synth beats behind it they had people like kevin abstract on this album they had grain Chatten from fontaine's dc Leanne La Havas was another artist featured on this album and Kay said that this album is about the pressures of life and how you work through it and Kay Tempest with again one of the better albums of the year the line is a curve can't say enough good things about that coming in at number seven of the year so far now number six at a certain period of time for a few weeks there I had this album at number one and I think I got really excited just because I was a fan of this artist and this album came out and I was just so happy for them to put out such a quality album and that's Denzel Curry who put out his album melt my eyes see your future and look it's not like I was a huge Denzel Curry fan I've always really liked his music Zoo was a great album that he put out prior to this but I think he just put out a very full album he brought everything from the lyricism to the fun songs the hype he really had it all On this by far my favorite album from Denzel Curry really shows the growth in his career so far he gave this to us on March 25th it's his third album but again I think this was way more well-rounded than some of his albums from the past. So Denzel Curry there with Melt My Eyes, See Your Future at number six. All right, I'm gonna play one more song and then we are gonna to get to the final five albums of the year so far here in Q2. And let's head over to California, to Highland Park, California, and the band Cold Showers, who have been around since 2010 and released a new EP for us here in June called Strength in numbers. They actually had Lil B, the bass god, on one of their songs off that EP, and Tony from Cold Showers did call in to give us a great introduction into this next song.
3: Hey guys, this is Tony from Cold Showers, and we'd like to thank you for having us on the dot. Today you're going to hear the second song on our new EP called Lock and Key. Uh, For this record, we decided to head out to the high desert and set up a studio and a house to kind of get away from the restrictions of working in L.A. Um, The writing process was basically to deconstruct everything to the best elements, build up the tracks, rip them up again, and start over. Our band mantra has always been best idea wins, and that's always seemed to work for us. Um, let's see we worked a lot with drum loops on this record um, they sort of have like a Screamedelica kind of feel to them some of them remind me of music that I grew up listening to from the 90s also we had the amazing Chelsea Boy do backups on this uh, she's on a bunch of other tracks on the EP as well so yeah our new EP Strength in Numbers is out now and thanks for listening and thanks again for having us on the dot look through my
0: Very cool song there from Cold Showers. Love the part when he says it's lock and key, and then the keys come in to back that up and have a little key solo there in the middle of that song. Beautiful song, beautiful EP as a whole. Definitely check that out when you get a chance. Again, special thanks to Tony from Cold Showers for calling in and giving us an intro to that song. All right, let's go through the last five in the top 20 albums of the year countdown here after Q2 of the five remaining albums three are new albums that came out in q2 two are albums that we are familiar with back in q1 of 2022 so the fifth album in the countdown here is alt j with the dream this was their fourth lp the follow-up from relaxer that was given to us a few years ago alt j is one of those bands that suffers from that early onset popularity, meaning that they got extremely popular off their first album. Popularity remained in their second album, This Is All Yours, which was a really fantastic album. But after that, it kind of dipped down with Relaxer and they came back strong here with The Dream. And they are just a very talented group of musicians who continue to put out very very good bodies of work so excited for the next one really happy we got a good one from alt j here in 2022 the next band this came out on april 22nd this is fontaine's dc with their new album Skinty fia i was lucky enough to see them at underground arts here in philadelphia right when this album was released and they put on an incredible live show, a lot of energy at their live shows, and this is their third album, Skinty Fia. Their debut, Droggle came out back when they were living in Dublin, and it had that debut album, new band feel to it. Their second album, Heroes Death, came out, and it really came with the angst of them ready to move out of Dublin, move out of Ireland. And now we are here with their third album, Skinty Fia, while the entire band, is living in london and you can kind of hear that progression through the three albums they're starting to mature they're starting to feel like they're really coming into their own and understanding their identity more than they ever have with this last album. So that's Fontaine's DC there with number four in the countdown. Number three, um, this was undoubtedly going to be in the top 20 right when I saw he was releasing an album. I didn't think it was gonna get this high, I really didn't, but it was just such a good body of work. Harry Styles with Harry's House that came out on May 20th. And this was an album that was a surprise to Harry Styles himself. Because he was in the middle of touring his second album when everything shut down the world came to a stop and that allowed him to take the time to gather himself and record this third album really strong singles before the album came out but again. The album as a whole was just a really, really well done project. Harry Styles continues to deliver and show that he's not only the voice of right now, but he's really setting a trajectory to be a legendary artist at this point, just with his first three albums and what he's done with One Direction. I mean, I think every time he says he's going to be coming out with new music, we can expect it to be a top 20 of the year type album. Alright, number two here, and this was our number one at the end of Q1, and this is Mild Orange with their album Looking For Space that came out on February 10th, their third LP. This was actually their first album they fully recorded in a full functioning studio as opposed to someone's house or someone's basement, and my goodness did it come out really well. I mean, you have those artists that have a lot of expectations and then meet those expectations. And that's one thing that's extremely impressive. And then you have these artists that really come out of nowhere with incredible, incredible albums. And I think Mild Orange, for me at least, was one of those bands who I wasn't very familiar with them prior to 2022. But this album has just been on repeat consistently for me. There's no bad songs on the album, completely deserving of being number two, completely deserving of being number one if it wasn't for our top album of the year. And I told you guys last month what it was going to be. Kendrick Lamar with his new album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppas. And this album falls into the category of high expectations, living up to, if not exceeding, those expectations. Songs like Rich Spirit and We Cry Together were my favorites, but you could really go all the way down that entire track list and make a case for every single song. I think, again, it's something very special and very hard to do when you're someone like Kendrick Lamar who takes so much time off between his fourth and fifth albums, and right when this was released, this was gonna come out on May 13th, I think the hype kinda went through the roof about what Kendrick was gonna do because his albums in the past have varied so much, and he really came out with his beautiful therapy session of an album, and I am so, so happy for him that he was able to deliver. He did just play overseas at Glastonbury. He wore a headband of thorns, and there was blood coming down him as he was performing. And it just seemed like such a special, special moment for a special artist. So there we have it, guys. That is the top 20 albums after Q2, really excited to head into the second half of the year to see what that brings us. But let's cap this episode off here, and we're gonna recap real quick all the artists we listened to. We started the episode out with Paul Maria, then we went over to the range, and then we went to Boyish, then All Get Out, Sister Sister. We just heard cold showers, and we are gonna get played out today by Bay Ledges, who released his debut album this June called Ritual. and we are gonna check out the song In Water from Bay Ledges. Variants Mag did a nice write up on this album saying that this was a perfect summer soundtrack. And I would have to agree with that. Uh, Zach Hurd, who is Bay Ledges, was able to call in and tell us about this song. So we're gonna peek into the song and then we will let him come on to tell us a little bit more about it. Uh, he calls his music soulful, glitchy pop songs. Can't say it better than Variance Mag, just a perfect summer soundtrack. Great way to wrap up this episode guys we are in the middle of summer this is touring season make sure to go out and see your favorite artists during their headlining shows during any festivals they might go to go out support them buy their merch keep supporting them so they can keep making great music for us and always remember
1: it only happens once a month so you must be on the dot
2: This is Bay Ledges. Thanks for having me on The Dot. Uh, This is my song, In Water, from my new album, Ritual. Um, And I wrote this song while moving from Los Angeles to Maine. Um, And yeah, it's just about um, being in the moment and not being too anxious about all the things that could possibly go wrong in life um, which I I have a tendency of doing sometimes. Um, so yeah, it was just kind of a song made during transition. Um, and, uh, hope you dig it. Thanks for listening.